Welcome to the Happy Home Birth Podcast, your source for positive natural childbirth stories and your community of support, education, and encouragement in all things home birth and motherhood. Well, hey there, everyone, and welcome to the Happy Home Birth Podcast. I am your host, Caitlin Fusco, and this is episode 26, which is a bonus episode. It is a pregnancy update and a little information on the blessing way that I had over the weekend. So some of you guys may know that I am at the end of my pregnancy with my second child. I am 38 weeks pregnant, and I actually haven't done a pregnancy update since 20 weeks I guess time kind of got away from me, and also I've just been interviewing so many incredible guests that I just have not thought about doing this again, Um, but I wanted to just get on and kind of tell you guys how the second half of my pregnancy has gone, and like I said, time has seriously flown by. It's unbelievable. I cannot believe that I'm going to be going back into labor land sometime soon and then coming out with a new child that is going to integrate into my family. Holy moly. When I think about that, my mind just kind of explodes. But before that happens, I have like a whole list of things that I need to get done. Of course, I don't know if you guys are like that, but there's like a massive list and it's stuff that doesn't actually make sense to like, it's not actually pertinent for the baby to have paint touch-ups done in the house, but in my brain, it's totally, totally necessary. So there's all that kind of stuff going on, but I feel like time has just flown by this time. Well, one, because of the podcast, like this is, this is my other baby that I've just really loved devoting time and energy and effort into, but also, oh my gosh, having a toddler makes a massive difference. Like I just spend all of my time trying to keep her alive. <laughs> so I don't know if anybody else can relate with that, but yeah, keeping her alive is totally a full-time job. It's also been really, really fun though, and really rewarding to have her as part of this experience because she is super interested and has been for, I mean, the majority of the pregnancy. She's talked about the baby. Uh, she is two and a half. So, so through this time, she's really hit some major some major growth spurts, you know, through the pregnancy and is really understanding of what's going on. And it's also been interesting to see, you know, occasionally she will have like regressions. Like she had a, she's been potty trained. She potty trained super early, but has had a, had a regression for like four or five days a few weeks ago. And it was like, what the heck is going on? But I definitely think it was, you know, emotionally related to oh my gosh, like all these things are changing. So it'll probably happen again once the baby gets here. But yeah, it's been really fun. I am trying to keep her super involved because I do want her to be at the birth, which I know some people, like people have really strong opinions on that one way or the other. Like, yes, definitely want my kid there or absolutely not. That's insane and ridiculous. And I can totally see either opinion. Like I totally understand either one. I would like to have her there, but she is kind of cuckoo. So we have backup plans. My in-laws live like right down the street. So if, if she needs to be picked up during labor, she can be, but to prepare her, we've done a lot of like, we've just watched births and I know that sounds really weird, but you know, you can go on Instagram and search like the hashtag water birth and pretty much all of them are super gentle and relaxed and calm. And I mean, they're still, they make moms make noises and things like that. But I really appreciate that because I was super noisy with, with having Janie. And I've actually shown her, uh, some of the videos of when I was pushing her out because it really was like 
pretty crazy noise. So she seems to be prepared for that. And I'll ask her like, oh, what noise does mom make when, you know, when she's having a baby and she, (laughs) you know, she does a really good job with that. So we'll see how all of that goes. But yeah, so that it's, it's totally a new element having another little human involved in pregnancy. So another thing that has been kind of cool with this pregnancy compared to last, the last pregnancy, I definitely stayed active, but it wasn't to the same level and it wasn't the same activities. Like last time I did focus a lot on interval training, a very specific type of interval training called sprint eight. I don't know if any of you know about what that is, but basically it's like you do a quick warm up and you can do it on any type of machine. I would usually use an elliptical, but you warm up and then you sprint as hard as you can for 30 seconds, like full out sprint as hard as you can. Then you take a minute and 30 seconds to catch your breath and get your heart rate back down. And then you do it again and you do it eight times. So I did that during my pregnancy last time. I can't remember when I stopped doing it, probably around like 30 five or 36 weeks. But, um, this time I actually was strength training with my husband. We have been strength training and doing, I mean, pretty heavy weight, like, like four to six rep kind of weights. And, um, it's been amazing. Like it has changed my, my pregnancy life. Like I just, I feel way more strong and solid and compact. And my belly definitely looks really different this time though. I mean, part of that is just, you know, you just carry babies differently every pregnancy, but I definitely feel stronger. I feel like I'm in better shape and, and kind of more prepared. I also kind of hate the idea of having to take so much time off after having the baby, but it's, you know, it's totally a requirement. Like I am going to be as relaxed and calm and staying in bed for as long as possible postpartum because I really, really want to make sure that my body has everything that it needs to recover properly and that I can take care of my children and my family very well. And definitely resting postpartum is is a huge aspect of that. So another thing that I noticed recently, though, I've really tried throughout this pregnancy to eat very well. I mean, I guess probably at this point, you guys have realized through some of the things that I've said that I do really cherish the idea of eating healthy, eating traditionally, um, you know, lots of high fat, good quality fat foods and things like that. That's really important to me. Uh, but I did notice that I was going a little haywire there. Um, the last maybe two months, probably I was starting to just kind of, I I probably was related to that. I was just getting tired and didn't feel like cooking sometimes and, you know, would be like, oh, well, whatever, I guess we'll just do this instead. And so, so diet was definitely kind of going off track for a while. And so I decided with my husband, uh, to do the whole 30 in this past April, which was really fantastic. And we actually, a lot of the reason that we did that was because my daughter, I noticed was starting to have some like little skin issues, not nothing big, but it was enough to where I was like, Oh girl, your gut probably needs to be a little reset. So we all did the whole 30 and it was so helpful. It was helpful physically. I noticed that I was definitely carrying around some inflammation, uh, at the top of my stomach. And so that was really nice to see that go away. I just felt so much better digestion, uh, cleared up a, a little bit. It's still pregnancy digestion, so it wasn't great, but still definitely helpful. 
And um, yeah, so we did the whole 30. It felt great after doing that. We made, you know, one of the big things was I was making sure that I was getting enough nutrients that way. Cause yeah, you know, carbs can take up a lot of space, but I just really focused on getting very, very good high fats, still getting enough carbs through vegetables and things like that. And then of course, you know, you need a good bit of protein during pregnancy, a good bit more than you would typically have. So focused on the nutrients. And like I said, it made a really huge difference. And then of course we went to the beach, like right at, like finished the whole 30 and went to the beach. And so then of course I started eating more inflammatory foods again. Whoops. But, uh, but overall things have definitely leveled out and I'm definitely the last few weeks planning to make sure that I stick to a more whole 30 ish slash paleo slash just kind of less grains, less carbs style of eating. And I hope to carry that into breastfeeding too, because I also feel like that helps like with complications of, Oh, is the baby sensitive to gluten through breast milk and things like that? Because one of my friends was just reminding me yesterday that hers, her baby is gluten sensitive. And so she's had to kind of change her diet for breastfeeding. So yeah, that was a a big help. I feel like changing the diet and making it super, super nutrient dense. And then another thing that happened pretty recently was, I think it was at like 34 weeks. Um, So yeah, about a month ago. So my daughter woke up one morning and sorry for talking about puke, but I just do talk about puke. So she, she woke up one morning and started throwing up, but she seemed totally normal besides that. It was really weird. And so I thought it was a fluke. I thought maybe she had just been coughing. No, it was not a fluke. She puked for the rest of the day and she had rotavirus, but it was 10 hours. It went through her in 10 hours. And by the end of it, she was totally back to normal. And even when she wasn't getting sick, she acted like her normal fun self. So the next day I was a little worried that I was going to catch it, but nothing happened the next day. So I felt like, Ooh, good in the clear out of the, you know, out of the hot zone. And then that next night, so it was like a Saturday morning, or Sunday morning at like 4 a.m. I just woke up and was like, oh, yep, definitely going to puke. So I started getting sick then at 4 a.m. this Sunday morning. And from that time until Tuesday, I could not eat or drink anything. And it was super, like, I mean, it was kind of, not kind of, it was to the point where it was kind of worrying me about the not being able to drink because I would try, I was trying so hard to just like sip coconut water and things like that, but it just would not stay down. So by Monday night, I was like, okay, if I can't keep anything down tomorrow morning, I'm just going to have to go to the hospital because I'm going to have to get fluids. Cause like I could, I had lost like five pounds in that period of time and my baby's movements felt weird. Like I, not like it seemed like it was in trouble, but it was clear there was not a, a lot of amniotic fluid for it to be kind of moving around easily. So luckily though, that Tuesday morning, I was able to start drinking. And so I was able to rehydrate and all turned out okay. But I don't know if any of you guys have ever been pregnant. It, I'm pregnant and that sick, like that far along in the pregnancy. It is, I would not wish that on my worst enemy. It is not fun. And also I was kind of wondering like, am I going to accidentally push this baby out while I'm throwing up? Because it feels like I might. I didn't. I also did text my midwife apprentice and ask her like, 
just making sure this is okay. And she said she was pretty sure it was fine. So we're good. But, um, but yeah, so that was a not fun thing. And I will say, I noticed that for, so up until 34 weeks, I didn't even feel pregnant. Not like I did feel pregnant, but I didn't feel like it was hindering me in any way. I was able to do all of the exact same activities that I've always done. No concerns, no issues. And then after that, my energy level definitely went down and never fully returned. So that was kind of frustrating. And for a, a good while there, it's back now, but I realized like a week after I had gotten sick, I checked my weight and realized that I still had never gained that five pounds back. So then I had to be super consistent on drinking coconut water and making sure that I was getting all of that fluid back because that was definitely a, that's definitely important. You do not want to be lacking in the fluid department. So everything is good at this point, but I do feel like, like I said, I never, never fully got the energy back after that stinky little virus. Um, and yeah, another thing that I've been thinking about is how compared to my last pregnancy, this pregnancy, I have felt far less emotional, like far less ups and downs, highs and lows. I've felt more even and stable in my emotions and hormones. And I'm really very, very grateful for that. Um, every once in a while, of course, there's just like a hormonal surge and it's like a few days of maybe I'm, maybe I'm a little crazy. Maybe I'm a little more emotional, but generally it's been a really nice, even feeling pregnancy. Granted last week was super emotional and I was crying at pretty much everything. I don't know if anybody else can relate to that towards the end of pregnancy. And it's kind of weird because I definitely remember there was one day last week and I was crying. I remember like, okay, I am crying over nothing. There is nothing that I can point to that is making me want to cry, but I am just laying in bed, not even pitying myself, just crying. Like I have to cry. And I, it, it like connected back to my previous pregnancy. And I remember that I had a day like that and it was, uh, five days before I gave birth. So then in my head, I was like, Oh crap. Like, is it going to just be five days and then I'm going to have this baby because I'm not ready quite yet. And, and, but then like, you know, I also like talked myself out of it in the idea of, well, this just kind of happens towards the end. Like at some point, it's not necessarily five exact days. So and I think I've hit the five day mark. So I think I'm in the clear, but, um, but yeah, so <laughs> the emotions have come back and, um, I was wondering on Friday, this past Friday though, if it was going to be the day, because I was actually recording podcast interviews. I had several interviews that day and the entire time this baby was so active, like moving around, like I have not felt it move around this whole pregnancy. Like my first daughter, she moved around constantly to the point where it was crazy. It was like, how are you, are you ever sleeping? This baby is way more relaxed and calm and moves around at certain times during the day, but is not like a big shifty mover all the time. That day, Friday, it was going crazy. And then I got up after finishing the interviews and had to go get ready for a wedding actually. And while I was getting ready, I started feeling super crampy. And then I was like, is this digestive stuff or is this the baby? And I could not tell, but after about an hour, it went away. So whatever it was, it was gone, but I was really, really stressed out there for a minute. 
Uh, I cannot have this baby yet because I have things to do. As I said earlier, I have things to do, but also my very good friend is pregnant with her baby and she's two weeks ahead of me. So pretty confident that she's going to go into labor before I do. Um, but if I went super early, then that would be a real downer because I really want to make sure that I'm at her birth. I am hoping to be able to act as her doula. That's been our plan. And I also have some placenta encapsulation clients. It's so weird. Like it's weird how things happen like this. They come in big surges and I had like six or seven clients for the end of April. Oh, excuse me. End of May, beginning of June kind of area, like right now. So, uh, I'm waiting for all of those moms to have their babies. So once all of those things get checked off, then I'll be ready and good to go. But until then we need to just keep this baby right where it is, if possible. And, um, that is kind of just how the pregnancy has gone so far. Uh, Nothing has been super serious, no difficulties, no huge problems. Uh, hemorrhoids are not fun. That's not something I'd experienced last time. Definitely experienced that this time to be on the real. And, uh, yeah, just some varicosities that I didn't deal with last time as well. I certainly (laughs) feeling the, feeling the fun this time, but luckily, you know, those kinds of things typically, tend to resolve themselves after pregnancy. And I have been taking some supplements to also help with that. Colonzonia root is apparently very good for hemorrhoids and things like that, but it takes a little bit of time to get into your system. And I mean, you know, there's no stopping the fact that there is just going to be pelvic floor pressure from, you know, here on out. Like there just is, there's a baby's head super, super low. So that's just going to be a thing. But the other thing that I wanted to talk about today was the fact that I had a blessing way this past weekend. And some of you may know what that is. Some of you may not. So I'll just like give a kind of brief overview. I don't know a ton about blessing ways. I really don't like, I don't know where they started culturally. If there's, there's all kinds of different things. I did hear from one of my listeners when I, I posted like a picture on my story about having the blessing way. And she said that there is a book by, a Christian author who has like a Christian perspective of it. I'm going to give that a a check and a listen to and see if I can find somebody to come onto the podcast and talk more in depth about blessing ways and uh, kind of their history and some of the different things that you can do, because it was a really, really sweet time for me. And I think it could be really beneficial to other moms too. But basically what happened for me was I had my midwife, my midwife from my previous birth who moved, she, I'm in South Carolina. She moved up to New Hampshire, um, but she was back in town for her brother's wedding, which is where the wedding that I thought I might not make. Um, so she was back in town for that. So she was able to come. Uh, my friend who has so graciously said that she will act as my doula. And then my friend who is, I mean, such an amazing person. She apprenticed with me. She is one of my best friends. And, uh, she, they all just kind of came together and helped put this on. My birth photographer was able to make it for a little bit. And it was just such a sweet celebration. It was also really fun because some of the, the little girls got to come to, my daughter was there. So she got to see some friends and some, some little ones got to come enjoy the, the celebration. So we ate some food together. They brought food, And then my toddler attempted to eat three cookies, which is three more than she needed. And so then she was kind of kooky after that, believe it or not. 
they brought a flower crown for me, which was really sweet, and it's fake, which is the way that I like it. And uh, we had several kind of activities after that. So the first thing that we did was my friend Sarah did a bead ceremony. I don't know if you guys have seen these. It's, it's really neat. It's where everybody in the room has brought a bead to symbolize their connection with the birthing person. Um, for example, the one one of them was super touching. Uh, Sarah, who actually did the was the one that came up with the idea to do the bead ceremony. She brought a bead from her own bead ceremony with her first child that her grandmother gave her, and so she brought this bead and gave it to me. And then everyone went around the room and gave me a bead and told me what it symbolized to them, why they were giving it to me. And then now Sarah's going back and stringing them together so that I can have it during labor to, you know, have to remind myself of the, the women that love me and care for me and uh, to kind of draw strength from during labor. We also did, it was a, <laughs> a fear-burning ceremony, which was really just the way that it happened was really funny because, uh, so Sarah was like, okay, so what are some of the fears that you have? And I went through a few things. I Really, I'm not, I, I don't have a lot of fears around this birth. I I'm really excited for it. One thing is I don't, I'm just nervous of timing. Like, Oh my gosh, is it going to be way too long or is it going to be way too short? That kind of, that kind of stuff stresses me out. Um, but so, so she like would write down whatever the fear was and we had these little candles. And so she would put, set it on fire and put it on these little rocks. And, but like, we weren't sure how to write the different things. So some of the things were like positive phrases, (laughs) like, like that my daughter would be gentle with the baby. So we wrote like, Oh, gentle Janie and then burned that. And so then it was like, wait, should we have put the positive and then burnt it? I don't know. Either way we realized we would not make very good witches because we weren't quite sure how all this was working. So, so yeah, but we did, it was really nice. It was a fun little ceremony to just kind of like, okay, let go of these things. Anything that is on your mind that is not positive and geared towards this birth in a positive way, it just needs to go away. Like there's no sense in concerning yourself with it. So that was really fun. And then we did, um, so they, Sarah, like I said, there were some little rocks. She had this tray that had rocks on them and then a big fat candle in the middle and a few candles to represent every woman that was there. And so they took the rocks and wrote words of affirmation on them that I can kind of look at during labor and really before the baby even comes just to kind of keep my mind in the right place. And the thing that was related to that with these candles, we lit all the candles, but there were co-candles, like counterpart candles for each of the candles in the, in the tray. Uh, each woman that was there is going to, she, they took a candle home with them so that whenever I'm in labor, uh, my midwife or someone can kind of alert everyone that it is the birthing time. And so they can light a candle at that time to kind of, you know, be in synchronicity with me and to be thinking of me and praying for me during, uh, during labor. So I thought that was really sweet. And I'm looking forward to all of that. After that, we did, they made a banner for me. So another kind of like affirmation, some of, it was really, it was really, really fun to see the banner because all of the different personalities definitely can 
can be seen in the banner. There's some Bible verses, some scripture, some really funny pictures, because like I said, my midwife from last time, she has moved away. So, so there's actually a possibility that she will be able to make the birth depending on if I, when I have the baby, cause she is coming back in a few weeks. Um, but it's also, I mean, there's a, a good chance that she won't be around. So we drew some pictures of her on the banner, <laughs> really kind of creepy cartoon pictures of her to remember that she's with me. <laughs> and, um, and just some, just words of affirmation and things for me to look at and consider and think about while giving birth, um, just ways to, ways to, to draw some strength. So that was really, really fun and sweet. And then after that, um, they prayed over me and prayed for a safe birth and delivery and just for my parenting ability and all of the things that are about to change and shift that I can just, you know, take that in stride and, um, and really, really just enjoy every moment that's coming my way because it's going to be different. And I know that, and it's going to be a transition. It's going to be a shift, but it's true that, you know, we'll all make it through. So, so that's what my blessing way looked like. I'd also love to hear if you had a blessing way, what did you guys do? What inspired you? What made you feel good? Now, this last little bit is just a quick request from you guys. So I am putting together a labor playlist that I feel like is going to be really great for me to use this time. Last time I didn't use really anything except for the hypno babies relaxation music, which was also incredible. But this time I would really like to have a playlist of songs and I'd love for you guys to give me your input. Do you have any songs that you are listening to currently or that perhaps you listened to during your birth that really inspired and uplifted you? If you do, I would love for you to pass those along my way. Um, if you could, you could just put it on your Instagram story and tag happy home birth podcast. Just write down the songs that you're listening to, or you can tag that song, I guess. Um, but that would mean so much to me. It would be really cool to have some input from my listeners. And I can kind of think about you guys during this very transformative time for me. Um, so yeah, if you get an opportunity to do that, I would be really appreciative. And I know I just said that was the last thing, but actually last, last thing PSS. Um, if you will just bear with me over the next few weeks, I am sure there's going to be some wonky stuff here and there in relation to the podcast. Just, <laughs> I can already feel it happening. Um, so bear with me. I am going to make it through. I would like to be able to bl blame any issues that I have on somebody else, but they will certainly all be me. Um, but yeah, just, just bear with me during these last few weeks of pregnancy and then the first few weeks postpartum. Um, but everything should still, you know, there should still be an episode out every week. They just might be edited poorly and weird, but next week I will say I'm super excited about next week's episode. It's going to be with Sarah from the doing it at home podcast. I don't know if you guys listen to that one as well. It's another home birth podcast. Um, so she, I'm going to be interviewing her about their birth and their podcast and just their entire journey. So come back Monday for that. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be such a good interview. Um, uh, but yes, other than that, guys, thank you so much for all of your support. I just love this community and I love being able to put information out there for you guys. And I feel like there's so much love coming back my way. I'm just very grateful for that. So all of that being said, I hope you have a wonderful week and I'll see you back here Monday.